The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Busted. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Wingstop. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Buster, move. It's the captain. The ticket, 93.7. I got Rico in here dancing. Bryce says, uh, basically, Sam Keller ruined not only NCAA video game franchise, but college football as a whole. And Sam Keller and their crew got paid, and we didn't. And that wasn't right. Gabe says, good afternoon, VJ. Love the show. Tell Cousin Will hi for me. Tell him it's Cousin It. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Cousin It is? Uh, I recall. Tell him I did a little back. All right, hey, Gabe. Uh, cousin Will says, what's up, Cousin It? <laughs> IP man. Okay, so, 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 so big fella, when, when we're talking to Will Washington, mm. um, what's your most memorable game as a Husker? Oh, it had to have been uh, my senior year against Colorado uh, back in 1992. I think it was Halloween night, too, I believe. Uh, had some rough games against Colorado my first three years. Not me personally, but the team. Uh, bad officiating. Um, that probably cost us a chance at the national championship my freshman year. We were the better team. And some bad calls, man. That was the one time I've seen Coach Osborne get upset. He's pretty much mild man on the sidelines, but that was just egregious. Uh, sophomore year, uh, same thing. They were To me, they were a better team that year, but we should have won. We had a situation where Mickey Tozer had a long touchdown run, and they said he stepped out of bounds, and that would have put us up by three scores um, in bad weather. And nobody was throwing the ball very well that night. And we probably would have won that, went on, won the game, but we end up, end up blowing them out of bounds. We didn't move the ball any further, missed the field goal, and they came back and beat us. Um, my uh, junior year, we tied them, and there were some bad, bad calls and a lot of block kicks in that game that ended up being a tie with the better team that year. And so, two out of three years, we were definitely the better team, and we were, we were, uh, Oh, two and one against them. And so that last time around my senior year, uh, Memorial Stadium was probably the loudest it had ever been from what I was told. It may have been louder since, but that night was, was electric. And we beat the crap out of Colorado, like 52 to seven. And that was just a party in Lincoln that night. <laughs> oh, I'm quite, I'm quite sure, especially not being able to get over that hump. Yeah. How was that back in that day? You know, the big knock on Coach Osborne was him not being able to win the big game. 
Was that a big noiser for you guys as players? Did you guys feel that 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 same pressure to win a big game? Always felt the pressure. Um, I just looking back, I remember thinking like, man, my our coach is too nice. <laughs> and I say that because anytime there's even before we got there, it seemed just watching old film of, of really big games, it always seemed like the big call went against Nebraska. Yeah. And I always wondered was because Coach Osborne's demeanor that he wasn't going to get in the referee's face, uh, that the refs felt like it's either to to, uh, to make a bad call against us because there's no no repercussions for him. You know, whereas some other coaches may have gotten in their face and yelled and cussed him out, you know, Coach Osborne's going to sit there and, and move on to the next play. Mm. And so I always felt like, you know, we, we, we there's just some bad calls. Just, I mean, horrible calls. And, and they never seemed to go our way. <laughs> Always seemed to go against us. And then after I left, I heard that uh, Coach Osborne's mindset changed. You know, and you know before when we were there, you know the most prepared team will win. Blah 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 blah. And after we left, it was like we're a better team. We're gonna win. You know. And oh, I think, okay. And I think I also think. The, the change from a 50 defense to that 4-3 defense was probably the biggest change. And I say that because it brought more speed to the defense by moving safety to the linebackers, and everybody kind of moved up a level. Um, but it also helped the offense because back in the good old days, everybody ran the 50 defense, which was a read, read and react defense. So we saw that every day. Uh, when we got down to the bowl games, and like I said, Miami and Florida State got safeties playing linebacker, and a lot, the team's speed was a lot greater. Our linemen wasn't used to that speed. But going to that move to that 4-3 defense, they're seeing it every day in practice. So when you get to the bowl games, it's second nature. So it, it, was no, it was no intimidation. There was no fear. There was no difference in the speed of the game. And so I think making that change helped the defense but I also think it helped the offense tremendously too, especially the linemen. What and was game speed? What was what was life like with when Tommy took over for Mike G? Because you was here for that. Mm-hmm. I always I was here at that game. I don't remember what game it was, but I remember the play like it was yesterday. Because I had sold lemonade the whole first half, and I was like, and that was my deal. Mm-hmm. I would sell Johnny Rogers lemonade, and then the mm-hmm. second half of the game, second half, I'm sitting down, I'm watching the game. I'm at the fence. I'm watching the game. I'm done working. But I don't remember if it was Kansas or Missouri, but it was one of those games, and Mike G had ran the option, got like 10, 20 yards down the field. Somebody took his legs out, and he tried to jump over him, and he fumbled the ball. And the whole crowd was like, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. How was that transition from Mike G to Tommy Frazier? I think the actual transition occurred uh, – Right after our non-conference schedule, I think we ended up – I think I don't know if Washington was our last game, but I know we lost to Washington. Another game where there was a horrible call before halftime. But anyway, but I think but I think Tommy opened up the big big eight season as a starter, and that was against Missouri down at Missouri. Mm. And it was a tight ball game. Uh, the offense was pretty limited, you know, because, you know, they got a true freshman back there. And uh, But I remember um, late in the game, Tommy went airborne, and scored the touchdown, and right then and there, I was a believer. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, kid was tough. Right. You know, and, and uh, like I said, also we had those young linemen. Uh, because one thing about my recruiting class was that there was an offensive lineman that was recruited. That offensive lineman played at the, down the varsity football. They all got injured. And so there was a there was a whole year of linemen uh, that that were not there to serve as backups and then eventual starters. So there was a whole gap there, and uh, so we were playing with like Zach Weger and Brendan Stye and Zadiska, and and so I knew those guys were going to be great because they were they were getting that those reps in and they were they were nasty and athletic. So that was that was good to play with those young guys. The class of, the class of 1988. Who were some of the guys that that consisted of? Um. Myself, of course. Uh, we had like Travis Hill, David White, Tyrone Bird, Tyrone Leggett, Steve Carmer. Um, Bruce Pickens came in, but he was JUCO transfer. He was in that class. Uh, Petco, offense, Bostic. Yeah, offense like John Bostic. He was sweet. Uh, Scott receiver. Baldwin. Yeah, he he. They couldn't they couldn't cover. They talked noise to him, and he'd be right by him. And. Uh, Let's see who else. Scott Baldwin, Andre McDuffie, Mike Granite, quarterback, uh, Tyrone Hughes. Dang, Freaky uh, Ty was on that too. Yeah, Tyrone okay. Hughes and Jamie uh, Lever. The, the lineman that, and I think I thought Corella came in, uh, Mike Petko, Jamie Lever, um, whose son's playing for us now. Um, off the lineman, like I said, they're all gone, so you might not hear about them, heard about them, but like Chris Yabara. I think he blew his knee out. Um, Jason Daniel, he blew his shoulders out. Uh, Jeremiah Clark, Scott Peterson, and then there was one guy, um, uh, Victor Stockman, who was uh, off the line for Oklahoma. Uh, he committed to Nebraska, and before he can get on campus, he had died of cancer. Dang. He died of cancer and died. And also, I can't forget Lance Lewis, uh, fullback, came yes. to my class, too. Wow. We had a very talented class, but we had a, also had a hard luck class. You know, a lot of injuries, um, you know, a lot of bad luck. You know, with Scott Baldwin and, you know, Mike blew his shoulders out. You know, Grant, quarterback, you know, I played mostly injured. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was just one of those fights. But we, but we were kind of the bridge, you know, from, 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 uh, uh, from the option to what we start running with when you all came through. Yeah. You know, we were the transition. Yeah, no, it, it, a lot of people don't understand that 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 you guys were just as important for us winning mm-hmm. as we were. Being that you had built the foundation, you had gave us what the you know we knew going in what level we had to achieve to even yeah. get to the to, to the levels that you guys were on. Mm-hmm. But to have some of those older guys that have been there, they I think they they they. they 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 were so close to winning that mm-hmm. you know the Trev Alberts when those guys were seniors when I was a freshman you know I mm-hmm. Trev and 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 Tommy had been there and he had got, gained the extra year of knowledge and 
and then you had the Phil Ellis's, you had the all the the linemen. I mean, we those guys that you're talking about back then, Brandon yeah. Stye, Zach Weger, yeah. um, um, who else? Who it was? I mean, it's a bunch of those guys that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe had they not went through what they went through back with you guys, we wouldn't mm-hmm. have understood it. Yes, and, and and they were they were talented. They, that that young line was talented. And uh, another thing that when I was there, I never had a a two year started quarterback. Every year was a different year. Every year was a different quarterback. No. Yes. Every like, year. So okay, eighty eight. Who was it? Uh, Steve my Taylor. Red still? Shirt year, my redshirt my year. I redshirt was Steve Taylor, followed by Jerry Godowski, followed by Mickey Joseph. Followed by uh, Keith McKent, followed by Mike Grant slash Tommy Frazier. Dang! For every year, there was no consistency in that. In our '88 team, but '89 team with Godowski, like I said, we were we may have been one. We were definitely one or two top teams in the country. But that Colorado game, uh, that's still a that's that's still a. Uh, you talking about you talking about we were, you talk, we better team. Wait a minute though. You talking about the Colorado game when Eric Bieniemy came in and flicked off everybody and, and you talking about at home? The game we lost at home that night? No, we lost. That was my sophomore year. That was my freshman year we played out there. Okay. And opening okay. our first play of drive, first play of the game, Brian Carper took a fullback screen, took it to the house. And they end up having like two kickoff returns or punt returns to our one yard line. Uh, with a lot of penalties on the, on those returns, uh, they had a long run by J.J. Flanagan, which, which was a sweet play. If you ever go back and watch that play, one of the best option plays ever. But he stepped out of bounds. They didn't call it. Um, some pass interference. There's a lot of different things where if we got one of those calls, we win the game. Well, you said it. You said it. You said it though. And I, I watched that mm-hmm. game, that Washington game, and mm-hmm. you said it because because I think we might have a clip from that Washington game, but. It was a play when uh, uh, Kenny Wilhite was defending. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the receiver clearly, yeah, clearly dropped the football, <laughs> and yep. they still called it the touchdown. Golly, mm-hmm. listen, I'm talking to they big. They called Wh- one. I don't know if the same player or not. But they called one where he was out of bounds, out the, out of the end zone, and at the back of the end zone, they called him called it a touchdown. You know, and back then there was no instant if. if if there was instant replay back when we played, or even before we played, Nebraska probably won two or three more national championships. Wow, not more, you know. Because like I said, we we never Nebraska never got the big call. No, you're you exactly know? right because Coach Osborne at that time when we came in, mm-hmm. he his mindset was we got to play not only the football team but we got to mm-hmm. play the refs as well. We yeah. know the refs aren't going to call it, so don't even be looking for the refs mm-hmm. to help us out because it ain't going to happen. Yeah. So we knew we had to beat him up and beat him up bad. It's the captain, the mm-hmm. ticket. I'm with Will Washington, 93.7. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.